Good morning. Welcome to the Lisa Eve Show. I am Lisa Eve. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so I feel a little more joyful than I have been. And I can't say that I like got more sleep and like that's what's going on. I don't know. I've just been feeling more connected to God and closer to God and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but but it feels amazing and it feels good and I'm I'm so excited about this. It feels like kind of moved into oh one moment. Oops, I made a miss. It kind of feels like I moved into like this new space. It literally feels like I'm no longer even on the same planet in reality. Like the energy just feels much lighter. It feels like there's more possibilities, more potential available right now. And while I cannot physically perceive a difference, like in my reality, like I can't like look here and look there and like just see something. That's like, ha ha, mm -hmm. I knew it was different. I knew it all along, darling. I, I always knew it was different. Like, I can't, I can't really say that. I really, guys, I'm telling you, look, look at this chapstick. I don't, I'm, I'm going to get good at this. I'm going to start being positive about this. This right here, Sundown chapstick, it is, I'm obsessed with this. God literally showed this chopstick to me, okay? And I know that sounds weird, but God literally guides me in like all these magical ways. And I'm like at the grocery store and I, I see this and it's like sticking out like a sore thumb and God drew my attention to it. And it's just like on the shelf, like it's not even on a shelf, it's like a, not even an end cap, it's just kind of randomly hovering like somewhere that has a hook. And I'm staring at it and I'm like, and it's staring at me and I'm staring at it and it's like, God, this is, oh God, are you telling me that, God, are you guiding me to chapstick right now? Like, is, is that, is that the level of our relationship? <laughs> and it was just, and it has a little Donkey Kong looking character on it. So he was, he was staring at me, okay? This guy was staring at me and I'm staring at him. I said, like, God, are you really telling me to buy chapstick? Okay. So I just grabbed it and then I took it home and tried it. And I'm like, this is like water, but better, like coconut water. That's what it's like. You know what I mean? It's like coconut water on your lips, and like your lips are so. Right, there's a piece here. Your lips are so. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> Your lips are so, okay, guys, it, it's so soft that it kind of like comes off a bit. You just kind of have to ignore. Like, look, it's like, it's like water on your lips. But be careful. Don't, don't raise it too much. Because if you're not careful putting your lid back on it, it's going to scrape it. And so when I put my lid back on, my cap, Sometimes I, I see that I've shaved some off the top because I'm not being careful because with usual chapstick, you don't really have this issue. But this chapstick is like really soft 
is is with aloe vera and vitamin E and this says broad spectrum SPF 30 and I'm like god I don't need sunscreen lip balm like what, what what's this about I god I don't need sunscreen for my lips okay but I'm like you know god I learned a long time ago just go with whatever you say so so I've got it so the the SPF aside it's it's like it's like coconut water on your lips you know this company should sponsor me because the way I'm in love with this the way that I'm in love with this it's something it's something un, unusual yeah this company should definitely sponsor me Sunbun I'm willing to be sponsored by you because I literally <laughs> I use your product multiple times a, a, a broad a broad broadcast and it's like tastes amazing but we have to know how partner we feel about this flavor because for me it's like really sweet and super light but you know your partner won't necessarily want to be kissing that flavor or yeah all this consistency it's also kind of like an oil as well yeah it's pretty amazing just want to let you guys know and um yeah so I yeah we're talking about my mood right now I I don't think I got in bed terribly early but I think I did fall asleep on accident earlier than I meant to I did not take melatonin um, or anything I just kind of went to sleep on accident and um, I think I feel a little excited right now because I feel God moving in my life in a different way. <laughs> you guys are probably wondering if I want to do this British accent like the entire stream here, aren't you? You're wondering about that. You didn't know I did that, did you? I apologize. Sometimes this is something that just happens and apparently that's now. <laughs> um, but I feel God moving in my life in a completely different way right now. If this is your first stream, I want to warn you, I do not speak with a British accent, usually. It's something that happens unexpectedly, usually, but um, I actually have, I have a standard Midwestern American accent, usually. Right, so, I just feel God moving different. I feel God moving differently inside of me and I feel God moving differently outside of me and it feels very powerful and I feel very supported and I <laughs> I just I'm even finding treasure in people that are close to me not that I didn't find value within them before but I mean like just a treasure that I didn't realize was there, this much deeper, richer treasure that feels nourishing and nurturing to me right now. And I guess I'm just kind of getting clarity around the ways that God has been supporting me this entire time 
even though it didn't look the way that I thought it would or should look. <laughs> God, do I really talk about that? Is that me or is that you, God? I don't want to. is making me do something right now and by making I mean that I have free will choice and I'm just choosing to be obedient okay so guys I know today I'm working on one book which is this one right here for those of you who can't see it's called never more abandoned and it's synopsis well the title is a memoir about trauma grace and finding freedom from the past well God wants me to share with you right now is that I'm also working on the second book. I'm actually also working on a third book, but I don't have a cover for that one right now. This is the second book that I'm working on, which for some reason God wants me to tell you about. This book is called Journey to the Kingdom. It's not straight. I'm, uh, I can do this. Okay, now I can just twist it and make it. I think this is as good as it's going to get. Um, if I be patient, I can okay, now find a good depth. So what you can't see here are some trees. This is like a like a kind of like a forest in front of her here. Um, <laughs> I just want you to be able to see the trees. There you go. So you can see the trees now. An unwanted woman's journey to God, self, and being truly loved. Oh, there we go, I've got it, I've got it, guys. An unwanted woman's journey to God, self, and being truly loved. Journey to the kingdom. And I, I've i been working on this book right here, Nevermore Abandoned, which has a picture of a little girl kind of in a void, honestly, like a true void, and then there's like this big forest in front of her and she's very alone and there's some stars which is letting you know this girl's literally like in the middle of not only a void and the void's in the middle of nowhere and she's completely and utterly alone and it's very sad looking i've been working on this one my whole entire life okay and this one is one that god has just had me start maybe two to three months ago and I've had both of the covers made. And when you put them together, I can't believe I'm talking about this right now. This was not what I thought I would be talking about today. When you put the two books together, let's see if I can make this work. When you put the two books together, okay, now I need to move. And I need to twist that way. And then bring it up. And twist again. And twist this way. Okay move over and come forward this way okay when you put the two books together it does not look as good on camera I apologize about that but when they're side by side in person you can see that it's the same forest that this girl's working her way through on the Nevermore abandoned cover you can see she's about to enter this forest which there's no end in sight there's nothing in sight no no road, no home, no houses. There's nothing there for her. It's just this endless forest 
and she's alone. She's going to have to go through that all by herself. And then if you look at the cover of Journey to the Kingdom, trying to get myself situated again. Okay. If you look at the cover for Journey to the Kingdom, oh my gosh, guys, I'm sorry. If you look at the cover of Journey to the Kingdom, um, it's like she has been through this large forest. Like she successfully went through this very large forest. And now, oops, this one, and now, <laughs> sorry, and now, oh god, guys, I'm so sorry if, like, I've lost that good view I had for you. Oh, I got a good one. Okay, so she went through this very large forest over here, all by herself. Obviously, she's come through a clearing. She's in a clearing now, but she's got a little bit of forest left right here. A little bit of forest left to go through to get to the kingdom right here this is the same forest this is the same land the same space I didn't do this on purpose I actually had these books created separately same author but he didn't know they were together like I didn't we didn't communicate I just gave him an idea and I never told him to do the forest he did it on his own and I just my daughter, my youngest daughter, actually noticed that these were the same forest. And it blew my mind because it's like literally you can see the journey across the cover of the books. Here she is about to enter the forest alone. No end in sight. Nothing. Nothing in view except for this endless woods and this nighttime sky. So it's dark. It's a time of darkness as well. Because here we have the stars. And she's in this void about into this big dark forest alone and here she's in a clearing she's come through this whole forest all by herself and there's just a little bit of what's left to traverse but you can see it's not that thick and it's very close she's so close to this castle journey to the kingdom she's an adult now her dress is tattered and torn you can't maybe can't tell but she's been through it but she still, she still has a crown. She still is this daughter of the Most High. She still has, she's still who she is at her essence and at her core. Nothing can change that. Not the dirt, soil, scratches, bruises. None of that can take that from her. Her clothing can be changed. All of this can be changed, she can take a shower, she can take a bath and get clean. She's almost there. This is the portion of my story that I'm in right now, right here. Journey to the Kingdom. This is where I'm, I'm at in this exact moment of my life. This I've lived. This book I've lived completely. There is one more chapter that is yet to be written in, in the back of this book. But I'm still filling out this book. I'm literally only finished with chapter one here. I'm going to write the rest of it. I've got... Let me show you guys. <laughs> let me show you. God, I didn't know we were going to be talking about my book today. You could have warned me, okay? God could have... God could have warned me if this is what we were going to be doing today. Also, God, you didn't tell me I would get to talk in a British accent today. And if I get to, I mean that I would just be doing it for some reason. Okay, so let me show you guys. 
these are pages that I've written over time, not as a book, but to remember because I always knew, God always told me that I was going to be writing this book. So I always knew, I always knew, some of this I wrote 20 years ago, I always knew I was going to be writing this book. I just didn't know I would have so much material. So. I don't know how many pages are here because they're from literally different points in time. Oh look, <laughs> they're not even they're not even facing the same direction. <laughs> this is just this notebook where I've kept these things, and I'm gonna have to go through all this to start writing chapter one. Okay, so oh my god, I I need assistance so bad. Okay, so look at the tiny font here. Look at this tiny font. What is this even? Ooh. God, this is so sad. Woo! And here's another, just completely separate. Wait, let's see here. Oh, these are multiples. Okay. Okay, so. Yeah, here's a little outline that I made for myself. I made this little, you guys can't see. Oh, okay, there you go. I made this little outline for myself. And there's so many just moments in time where I just started typing what was happening so that I would always have the fresh details. So this is like one of the first ones I wrote. The first I'd ever heard of her was when I was, oh, by the way, this isn't written for book, per like this isn't written as a book, it's written just as an account of the moment so that way when I wrote my book, I would not forget details. Okay, the first I'd ever heard of her was when my foster mom told me that there was a family interested in adopting me and my brother. I long ago understood that the likelihood of me and my brother ever living together, let alone getting adopted together, was very slim. So it was quite exciting that being an older child, someone was interested in me and my brother. She explained that we would meet our potential family at an adoption picnic in Baltimore. Thoughts of having a real family a mommy filled my mind. I could hardly sleep or eat wondering what this family could be like. The days passed by slowly. It seemed as if my reality had changed. Everything I did seemed so different, so boring yet exciting. Even though I was only 11 years old, I wondered if they would like me and my brother. I learned that they also had children that were our ages exactly. What would they be like, I wondered. I could tell that my foster mom was excited for me, yet there was an underlying sadness as well. I don't remember the drive to Baltimore, but I do remember being so nervous to get out of the car, anxious to see my potential family. The social worker walked me and my brother across the grass of this large open park. There were lots of children there. I saw lots of potential adopted parents there meeting with children. Finally, we were led to our table, where standing there with open arms, we met the mother. See, because this wasn't written as a book, there's a lot of things that are missing here. For example, I wasn't living with my brother at the time, so I rarely saw my brother. We were in different foster homes. So something that I would write when I go to write this as a book is that I got to see my brother again because we didn't get to see each other. We didn't call each other. So I got to see my brother. 
Ooh, here's something. I don't know what this is. Let's have, shut up, little girl. You shut your mouth the way the adults want you to. You shut your mouth just the way your mom wants you to. Shut your mouth just the way everybody wants you to. You don't see nothing. You don't know nothing. I was very smart when I was younger. I was very observant and I liked paying attention to what was going on. My first memories start at four years old. I remember being in my room. It was a regular room. I had a little kitchen and all the little fixings a little girl would have. Everything felt normal to me because I had no other frame of reference. My room, however, was a very scary place. I'm going to leave that there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here's another one, guys. Guys, try to, I'm going to try to show you the thickness of this. I don't think I can because it all looks white. Just trust me, okay? Look at my fingers. They have to be even at least to show you. Okay. I'm not enjoying my marriage at all. It feels like he doesn't like me half the time. I feel nothing like a wife. He's moody. And when I talk to him, I feel an energy rise up in him. When I'm in pain, he gets mad at me. I couldn't sleep at all. Literally last night, he got angry about it because it messes up his plans. He couldn't care less about my painful night. Later, after he got coffee and cigarettes from my tooth money, he was in a better mood and maybe felt a little bad about this morning. I just wanted to see if I could get maybe an hour of sleep. But he was so upset and bothered. There's no love. There's no warmth. There's no passion. When around him, I feel like a pain in the ass, a nagger, a lazy, otherwise useless woman. Asking him to do something with me now is pretty pointless. I have nothing to offer him, like cigarettes or subs, like his friends can. I'm surprised he comes home after work while the kids are here. I just don't want to feel this way from the man I'm legally supposed to spend the rest of my life with. He gets so angry about the house. He just doesn't see it. He just doesn't understand. He had one day of total clarity, but then turned right back around and started questioning individuals as if that would fix the problem. I don't know what the energy is when we are in each other's field, but I failed at remaining myself. I don't want this fight. I don't want the struggle. I do not love the idea of being alone at night, for example. I have no capacity to even potentially cuddle, but maybe that is the space I could grow in. I get none of that here anyway. I know that I'm a pain in the ass, an unlikable person. I think, oh, I know I'm not a pain in the ass, an unlikable person. I think I'm pretty cool and cute. So when am I going to stand up for myself and own myself? Whew, that really brought me back. Oh, I was not prepared for that. Guys, you guys should take back to the beginning of each stream as to whether or not I'm going to cry. <laughs> mm. You guys should take bets with each other once your community grows. You guys should take bets. I had a depressing childhood repeated abandonment and sexual abuse where I most nights cried myself to sleep every night wondering why nobody loved me which led me to a depressing life as a teenager where I used to walk the highway at night hoping someone would kidnap me and I didn't care what happened to me whether I died or whether someone would find me or love me I was so unloved 
and I so learned I was unlovable. I married the first person who seemed to truly love me, but spent many years of marriage unable to believe his love as my past experiences showed me otherwise. I suffered from depression as a child, but no one noticed. As an adult, naturally, I suffered the same. I felt my life was so worthless, I was even suicidal. Once I spent an entire year literally indoors and developed social phobia, I just knew I was broken. I think I was broken. Something was definitely wrong with me. Damn, these go deep, don't they, guys? Here's a new section. I live with Miss Virginia Blount when I first met the mother. I was under the impression that I would probably never be adopted because of my age. I was old, an older child and families were looking for younger children, especially babies, and I understood that. So I don't know how I felt about that. I know I was disappointed, but I don't think, at least consciously, that I thought about it very often. So, as you can tell, this was just me writing a different account, like, a, not a different account, but like, writing again about a certain life, a certain time period. And this is just this whole other section. Let's see what we've got. When, I when we think about a mother, what a mother is, what a mother does, we can come up with so many different pictures and so many ideas. So many rules, so many different roles. Each person in the world who thinks of a mother comes up with a different picture, a different ideal. When I think about a mother, I smile and I feel really warm inside at my core. I feel warm and I feel a tingling sensation going through my whole body. I feel comforted, loved. I feel a sense of peace. Images of being cuddled and loved and hugged come to mind. Laughter. I see smiling. I see I see a mother offering advice and solutions to any sort of problem that you might encounter. I'm just filled with so much warmth, nurturing, compassionate, understanding are some of the words that come to mind when I think of a mother. What pictures and ideas come to mind when you think of a mother? No, I'm not talking about your mother. I'm talking about a mother. The archetypal mother. My idea of a mother is for all I know for all I know, it could be a fantasy, like a movie. It could be like believing in Santa Claus or Tooth Fairy. Just something that, when you don't know any better, you kind of... Any better? You kind of hope... Oh, oh, when you don't know any better, but you kind of hope it's real. That was me as a child. I didn't really care about Santa Claus or the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny or any other mythical beings that visit and give joy to children all over the world. I didn't have those aspirations or hopes of getting things from those beings, but I did hold out hope for the mythological mother. Ooh. The mother that I described. I did hold out for that being to show up. I held out for that being to show up for so many years, and I'd be lying if I said that I'm kind of still not waiting for that being to show up because I think deep in my heart, deep down in my heart, I still am waiting for that mythical mother. Funny thing is, she doesn't have to have wings or a wand or a halo or a funny hat or a cute costume. She just, she wears warmth and compassion and love all over her face. Her gimmick is hugs and kisses and smiles, and that's what her gimmick is. She doesn't bring presents or money or candy. She brings love and comfort. She brings love and comfort. It's all I could have asked for as a child or a teenager. 
I don't know anyone else's story. I only know my own story. It's what shapes my experiences for this life I live. I think it'd be interesting to know what other people's ideals of their mother are. Are they similar to mine? Did they actually have a mother like that? Does the mother that I've had in my head really exist somewhere? Is she real? Or is she unrealistic? Is she a fantasy? I know that at the age of 30, some could say, you're old enough to not have those sorts of ideas. Ooh, you know, when I wrote this, with this particular passage. I don't know if that's true. When does a person stop desiring the love, that love, and that having that space filled in their life? I love the idea of being an adult and having a beautiful, open relationship with a mother, talking on a Sunday morning or whatever, maybe dinners. It sounds beautiful everyone getting together. That's probably just my inner child speaking, a child who never received any of those things that are described before from a mother. The point of writing this, well, what is it? It is to let people who may feel like me in the world know that you're not alone. I've experienced feeling so completely unloved, unworthy, alone, unheard and unwanted, continuously, since I was born, up until, I guess, I could say 30, because that's how old I was when I wrote this, from the mother front in particular. I also hope that by writing this book, ooh, I acknowledged I was writing a book when I was 30. Um, it will help me to heal and to forgive, to heal those who have hurt me, to forgive them and to forgive myself for maybe feeling that I needed something else or someone to give me or show me love. As I'm writing this right now, I feel like I feel incomplete. I feel empty. I feel lost. I feel broken. I hope by the time I finish this, I can have put myself together and maybe help someone else do the same. Oh, that is so sad. Oh, that's so sad. I'm 30 years old and my heart has the strong desire for mother. I haven't quite experienced that and I think it would be wonderful and I think it would be beautiful if I ever have one. I want to know that I can still be complete if I never have one. I want to know that I can still be complete and whole and love myself. I hope that by sharing this I can show you that you are not alone even if you thought you were because when I was growing up I knew I was alone. If I write this book and others take this journey with me, I won't be alone any I won't be as alone anymore. As I write it and others read it in real time, I won't be alone anymore. I don't know how many people would read this book. If it's only one person, then I wouldn't have been alone in my childhood. That person would have been beside me, experiencing as I experienced. So maybe when I look back on my childhood, I won't think of it as being lonely anymore. How wonderful and how sad. <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. Something interesting about me that people wouldn't know about me as I walk down the street is I've had seven, at least seven or eight mothers. That's kind of a lot. You're probably wondering, how could I have had so many mothers? Well, bear in mind that these that this is not the mother that I have described at the very beginning. These are various types of mother mothers. There's different classes for the types of mothers that I've had. For example, my biological mother. That's a type of mother in its own class. Then I've been to the, into the world of foster mothers. That's where the majority of my mothers come into play. Then there's the adopted mother, so one biological mother, five foster mothers, one biological mother, and I'm going to add stepmother. Oh, and then there's mother-in-law, so this is at least nine or ten mothers. You think somewhere along the line I would have gained that ideal mother. It's like striking out <laughs> nine or ten times. I really can't recall the foster homes, all the foster homes I was in as a child. Striking out nine or ten times sounds really hard to believe. Anyways, we're up for time guys, but I'm really sad that I can't show you guys how many pages there are here.
it's really thick okay that's all i can tell you it's very thick oh you can see the thickness there and then if i add these to it and then when i add these pages to it oh you can see it now you can see how thick it is at least a little bit so to be clear god wanted me to talk about this this is the book of that's completed i mean i haven't written it yet completely i've written chapter one here um but this is what i've already lived and then at the end of this book there's a chapter to come which hasn't been written yet i mean it hasn't happened yet so the last chapter of this book hasn't yet happened so everything else in this book has happened except for the last chapter so i'm currently filling in i'm gonna go to, i'm gonna work on chapter two soon now because I went and dug all this out so that I have exact references I needed exact information God has had me preparing for this book for at least 20 years yeah God has had me preparing for this book for at least 20 years and this book right here journey to the kingdom is the book that I'm currently living so I've already lived this one I've already lived this one and this is the one I'm currently living journey to the kingdom. I'm right now on my journey to the kingdom. My journey to God, self, and being truly loved. And I feel while I'm, I wouldn't say that, you know, I'm done with my journey to God. No, but like I feel so much farther on the path to my journey to God and my journey to self. And I'm also on my journey to being truly loved. Truly loved. So that's what God wanted me to talk about today. Mom, color me surprised. Uh, I didn't want to talk about this book for, uh, until it was done. Okay, I wanted this book to be a surprise because I know, talk about Journey to the Kingdom. And this is the same forest. Same, same plain, same world, same land. Oh my, my guys, I'm just taking a sip of water. Sandbum, please sponsor me. <laughs> okay, guys, so with all of that, that's our, sh our broadcast for today. Um, yeah, and I just don't know, I just got like this lightness of energy about myself. I just feel like God is moving different. I feel it. I feel God moving different inside of me, and it feels wonderful. It feels so good, and like I'm very excited. I'm very excited right now about life. I'm very excited about my now moment I'm very excited about things exactly as they are even which is weird even like a few days ago you guys are seeing this transformation and that's why God wants me to make these live broadcasts because you're going to be able to see this transformation in me over time and it's like making like a little path um or like a blueprint of just something this is God has been telling me about this for a very long time actually so yeah Okay guys, with that, we're going to end for today. We're a little over time, which like almost never happens. <laughs> um, right, so God. Ooh, yeah, I feel like God has been showing me heaven. Ah, that's what I've been asking God for. Ooh, that's so good. That's so good. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And, and if you guys have been, been seeing elements or 
oh yes heaven on earth like let me know in the comments i do hope that by the time people commenting i have time to come back and look at the comments because i might not i might be too busy to have time to go through the comments but i hope i'm not i hope i'm not too busy to do that but if i am just know that i felt you and i feel you now just know that i feel you now even though it could be a year or two or three years later that you actually comment and find this video just know that i feel you now because there's no time like i feel i feel all of you now <laughs> sorry for that weird yawn loud yawn yeah so i feel you guys now okay um super in love with these earrings I'm continuing to ask, I'm continuing to, um, guys, I said I'm going to go, but I just wanted to let you guys know, I'm still continuing to ask God to, about my wardrobe, right, because I need clothes, I need clothes, so I'm asking God, God, please show me my clothes, give me money for clothes, God, like, let's work this out, so I can change, so I can really step into that unmodulated version of myself, um, and yeah. Guys, just spend a few minutes with God. That's what I mean, guys. Like, we're already over time, it's fine. Let's spend a few minutes with God. It's, it's like we're in a garden right now. Oh, garden with God. God, please be with us. I mean, I know you're always with us, but please make your presence felt and known right now, God. Please move heavily in our lives, God, in my life, God. Move heavily. Make moves. Make bold moves in my Make bold moves in my life, God. And if you're willing, you who's listening, if you're willing, ask God to make bold moves in your life, or just regular moves, whichever. God, make bold moves in the lives of us who are here now, who are wanting that. God, we want to feel your presence. We want to know your presence. We want to know you are here. We want to know you are here, God. Make it known that you're here, God. Make bold moves, God. Oh, God, would you make miracles? God, I'm asking for miracles. God, I'm asking for miracles and money. God, I want to move. God, I want to travel. God, I want to see this world. God, I want I want my husband, God. I want my husband that you set aside for me, God. I want to be held and I want to be loved and I want to be kissed. God, I'm asking for miracles, God. I'm asking for the miracle of being able to focus on the work that you set me here to do, God. I want to be able to focus only on that, God. I want to let go of my nine above, God. And have all that I could possibly need and more taken care of. Absolutely taken care of provision absolutely provided and I get to focus my time and effort and energy into being in flow with you God, being one with you God, <laughs> living from my joy God, God show me, show us God how to live from our joy, God what is the highest joy that we could partake in, God, you told me that rest is the evidence of faith, God. God, please give me time to rest, God. For those of us who are listening and who want the same, God, please give them time to rest, God. We need 
time to rest, God. Please provide for us to rest. Please remove any of the the, the programming or parasites or code, whatever that is, God, that tells us that we cannot rest. Or, or the reason that we have to stay stuck in something which prevents us from resting, God. God, please provide a way, a miraculous way, God. We ask that you do that. God, please provide a miraculous way for us. Mm. God, please make bold moves in our lives. Those of us who wanted, please make bold moves, God. We're asking for miracles. God, we're asking for miracles of you, God. I, God, I ask for the miracle of receiving deeply everything that you have for me right now, God. I ask for the miracle of receiving deeply everything, every good thing that you have for me, God, in the form of a restoration, God. Repayment, God. Renewal, God. Restoration. I feel like I already said that one. <laughs> um, retribution, God. God. By the way, the 18, the, the, the version before 1819, is it? Restoration is a reward and repayment, God. Reward, God. Yes, the reward, God. Renewal. Alexa, cancel. Renewal, God. Renewal, restoration. There's so many R's I can't think of right now, but God, you know all the R words that I want to say, God. All of those, God, we ask you to make your presence known and seen and felt in our lives, God. Be bold, make bold moves in our lives, God. Now is the time, God. God, I ask for wealth, God. But God, while I ask for wealth, I don't want to tend to the wealth, God. I don't want to tend to the wealth, God. I want to leave that to my husband. Can I do that? God, I just want the money to be there, and I want it to be. God, I want my husband to take care of the money. God, the money that I make, the money that I bring forth, the money that you have for me, God. I would love if my husband, who's very good with money, could tend to that. Is that something that I can ask for, God? <laughs> Yay, okay. Some of you I already know are probably rolling your eyes about that last part, but I just want to, I just want to show up and do the creative things, the, mm. okay, look, guys, this is going so, oh, I'm so sorry, okay, you can turn it off, right, come back and do part two, um, but like, I want to. I want to be brave enough to take a bath in a lake. A bath? No, not a bath. I don't mean that. You know what sounds kind of cool? My friend told me that she has a very old bathtub in her yard and she's going to plant plants in it. So it's like, I guess, like a recycling kind of thing. But it's like one of those beautiful old bathtubs that have like the claw legs. I think it would be so fun to take a bath like in, in a yard in a country setting, right? with like beautiful rose petals in there and like the sun is shining and like just be in the tub and it's water's warm and you're just like laying in there and you feel the warm sun but it's it's like a swimming pool right so you get that kind of essence but like this rose petals or whatever flowers don't mind being in there because I I'm a person who I don't want to like rip a flower so what I would do is I would find out 
I'm probably do some wildflowers. I would go ask which wildflowers wanted to be in my bath. And if none wanted to be in my bath, then I wouldn't do it. But if there were some wildflowers that wanted to be in my bath, I would grab those. And I would put them in there and put something that smelled like really good, like maybe an essential oil. I don't have one in mind right now that I thought think would smell really good. And then I would like lay in the top and just be there in the sun. And since I would be in the tub, obviously I would be wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> and I just imagine like my children like running around the yard, screaming and having fun and playing and maybe trying to catch the frog or something, whatever they're doing. I'm not saying that living in a, on a farmhouse is like my dream, in a farmhouse is like my dream or anything, but the scenery just sounds so beautiful to me. So this would be summertime and like I imagine like, I mean I'm not in the tub anymore, but like I imagine like, sun's starting to set and like the little lightning bugs coming out and like you see them in the trees and then they're like they, they're in the yard and you see them light up and go dim light up and go dim light up and go dim mm. I'd love to catch lightning bugs with my children in little jars lightning bug is like one of the only bugs I'm not afraid of <laughs> I will let a lightning bug land on my hand, okay? I learned that a long time ago, they don't hurt you. And my kids are still afraid of them though, however. Well, my, my youngest is afraid of them. And I'm like, darling, they sound like so gentle, they don't do anything. She's like, ma'am, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to step back with that. Please, okay? Um, I guess I'm just dreaming of just this warm summer day of being able to just follow my my bliss, follow my passion and maybe, maybe like I want to do like a craft with some wildflowers, right, like with my daughter, uh, maybe my son wants to participate, I've never dried flowers before, maybe we could dry some of the wildflowers that we found and put them in the book or put them in the sun and let them dry in the sun, I think, I don't know what I'm talking about, I'd have to learn, um, and my husband would probably be reading a book. Maybe he'd be working, but I hope he would be like reading a book on the porch and like drinking some tea. I don't, I'm not sure I've actually, I don't think he drinks tea. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if he can drink tea before. Oh, uh, what would he drink? Water. Okay, he's drinking water uh, while reading his book on the porch while the children are just running and screaming, but when the lightning bugs come out, he would come and I don't think he's ever seen a lightning bug before, so that would be a fun experience for him to see them and touch them for the first time and I yeah, this is just this is just sudden something that's suddenly like in my little my in my body, in my spirit and I I wanna have that experience where I'm not thinking about 9 to 5 work and maybe I'm shooting some footage for my Sunday episode or something, right? Like just focusing on the creatives and, and maybe tomorrow me and my... Well, I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'm not going to talk about that. But let's just know, I want to make music, so maybe somewhere, maybe I'm going to go somewhere tomorrow to, to studio and work on some music and 
Oh God, I know it's your divine timing. Thy will, not my will be done, God. Thy will be done. If it is your will, God, I will make music. Your timing, God. Your timing, God. God, please continue to give me patience, God. God, please show me the beauty of waiting, God. I want waiting to be my, one of my superpowers. I am a master waiter. There's something funny that I used to say. I am a master waiter. A master at waiting. Okay, guys, I'm going to leave it here. Uh, we're almost at 50 minutes. So many unexpected things in this episode. <laughs> I hope that somebody got something out of this. Jeez, uh, I hope somebody did. Sorry. Uh, that's everyone. But I'm just going to go with the fact that if this was too long, you would have stopped listening a while back. So if you're still here, then I guess there's something here for you still. <laughs> okay, so with that, God, please show us heaven. Please continue to show us heaven. Oh, I forgot to say something. Right, if you are watching this on Spotify, or listening to this on Spotify or any other platform, please know that you can join me live at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Please search The Lisa Eve Show. And also, if you're on YouTube, please know you can watch the replay here on YouTube as well as on Spotify and listen to the replay on other platforms. There we go. God, please continue to show us heaven. Make it clear. Make it so that we can touch it, taste it, feel it, smell it. God. Please show us the milk and honey. God, please walk us into the garden. Walk us into your kingdom, God. Show us your kingdom is here. Show it to us. Show it to us. Like, we, we, but we want to be a part of it. Like, we want to be in it. We want to, we want to, <sighs> we want to relax. Mm. Yes, what I was just describing felt like being in the kingdom. So, yes, God. I choose that. Okay. See you guys tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.